Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Hello, America, and happy Wednesday, a busy news Wednesday it is today. Some news out of New York. The efforts to launch legal attacks against President Trump and his followers are widespread. One of those occurred today. The New York Attorney General filing a civil fraud lawsuit against President Trump, his company, some of his family members claiming they inflated the value of the company. It'd be interesting to see where that ends up at the end of the day. Overnight, we broke a really big story, and it's going to trigger, I think, one of our conversations today with Congressman Ben Klein from the great state of Virginia. He's on the Appropriations Committee, has some really great ideas about, by using the power of the purse, Republicans can now begin to shrink the size of government and rein in some of the bureaucracies that don't seem to be responsive to either Congress or the President of the United States. We're going to have a good conversation about that. And then the second half of the show, we've got a great guest for you. The first time he's ever been on the show, Troy Miller, the President and CEO of NRB. That is the Religious Broadcasters Trade Group. They have more than 5,000 stations around the country, more than 1,200 companies. This is really the communications infrastructure of the Christian American movement. Troy is a great technologist. He came out of Silicon Valley. He has a great man of faith. And we're going to talk a little bit about the state of cancer culture, the state of faith in America, the state of communications, and all that is going on. I'm really looking forward to that conversation. But before we get there, let's get started with some news. This is a story that we broke last night that I think really has some significant implications. It actually was hiding in plain sight. I hate to say that, but it really was hiding in plain sight. There was a letter known as a questions for the record. QFRs are known here in Washington because we everything's an alphabet soup here in Washington, right? So QFR, a question for the record. Senator Chuck Grassi sent it in the dead of summer last month after Chris Ray had not answered some of the questions that Grassley had posited to him during a Senate Judiciary Committee in early August. And in that meeting, in that follow-up set of questions, the questions for the record, Senator Grassley dropped a bombshell. It's a pretty significant acknowledgement. What it acknowledges is that there is allegations that we believe came from the whistleblowers because Senator Grassley's been in contact with 15 whistleblowers. But the allegations that Senator Grassley got was that there is a very important committee. It's called the Special Agents Advisory Committee. It is one agent from each of the 90-plus field offices that the FBI have, and they get together, and they're the sounding board for the director of the FBI to make sure that the frontline agents in the field and the director and leadership on the seventh floor of the FBI, that they're synchronized, that they're all 
queued up on the same issues or aware of concerns. They get ahead of concerns. Well, in the last year, according to Senator Grassley's letter to Director Christopher Wray, he said that he had learned, Senator Grassley had learned, that the Special Agents Advisory Committee had provided information to the director through its reporting process, outlining concerns among the field agents of the FBI, the frontline agents of the FBI, that the Bureau had become too politicized in its decision-making. And that after that information was included into the final report, or was put into the report that goes to the director to facilitate the communications between directory and advisory committee, it was suddenly censored. It, the concerns were removed. That's a direct quote from the letter. That means somebody in the FBI was trying to whitewash or hide or suppress a record that would show that frontline agents of the FBI see the politicization that so much of us have been talking about since the Russia collusion case, right? We keep talking about that and it doesn't get the attention that a lot of people think it deserves. A pretty remarkable, if you ask me, acknowledgement from Senator Grassley, a pretty remarkable narrative. If the whistleblowers, the allegations are true, it means that the frontline agents are beginning to speak up. They're seeing the politicization that you and many common sense everyday Americans are seeing. And so I interviewed a couple of FBI agents. After this. Kevin Brock, we have him on the show a lot. He's a great trusted voice. He said, this is very important. Why? If a certain topic is raised by the committee, it usually means there has been significant interest in this topic expressed among FBI agents. It's reflective of what's on their minds of a large number of the field agents of the FBI. It is not trivial, meaning that if FBI agents are beginning to see the FBI is overly political, that's a serious matter. You know who agreed with that? Jeff Danik, former FBI agent in Florida, 28-year veteran, highly decorated, one of the more trusted FBI retirees in the country, speaks his mind, really great. He said he knows from the front lines of colleagues, people he worked with that are still on the job, that they believe the FBI's reputation is tarnished, that the politicization is real to them, and that the bungled probes like the Olympian sex abuse case, the Russia collusion case, the FISA lies, are worrying agents that their agency, their bureaucracy, their institution, something they care a lot about, is losing public trust. He said, most agents recognize that they have most of the country, quote, pissed off at you, pardon the French there, but that's his exact words, and it affects every agent every day when they're out there on the job. So beyond the alleged transmission of this report raising this concern, Danik and Kevin Brock both saying they're hearing this also. This is a sentiment. This is a concern. This is a worry. And it seems like somebody in the leadership of FBI, if the grassy allegations were true, were trying to censor that, keep it from getting out to the public and becoming a reality to all of us. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, first up, Congressman Ben Klein from Virginia. First time we've had him on the show. Amanda and I talked to him last night. You're going to love this interview. He wants to talk about the very story we just mentioned about Senator Grassley. He's also going to talk about how he, as an appropriator on the House Appropriations Committee, can begin reining in wayward bureaucracies like we saw in the Russia collusion case. Then we're going to flip, turn a little bit to the faith community and Troy Miller, the president and CEO of the NRB, the Religious Broadcasters Group of America. He's going to join us and talk about the state of cancel culture, the state of faith, the state of public policy. Troy is a really brilliant thinker, thought leader in America. You're going to really enjoy that conversation. We'll be back right after these messages. First up, Congressman Ben Klein. 
Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. He has a chance to sit on the House Appropriations Committee where lots of big decisions will be made if House Republicans take over after the November election. Joining us right now from my home state of Virginia, Congressman Ben Klein. Congressman, great to have you on the show today. Thanks, John. Thanks, Amanda. Great to be with you. Honor to have you on, sir. Uh, the power of the purse string. When you have a divided government, it's the one tool that Republicans might be able to use against uh, Joe Biden. Tell us, as you heard about that last thing about the FBI, what uh, things you might be able to use with the power of the purse to force the FBI to start look at some of these very serious issues. Well, it's been clear for many years that politics has invaded our intelligence agencies. Uh, Ever since the Mueller investigation, I was on judiciary my freshman term and definitely had a front row seat for the collapse of that investigation under all the lies and and false affidavits. And, uh, you know, uh, there needed to be a clearing out of our intelligence agencies at that point. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't get that done. Uh, Now it falls to Congress, hopefully under a Republican-led speaker, to initiate those investigations to make sure we uh, figure out the truth and hopefully, using the power of the purse, hold those accountable who uh, have injected politics into the decision-making and hopefully get that house cleaning that we so desperately need in our intelligence agencies. 
Yeah, and Congressman, um, I wanted to shift to that shocking comment from that 60 Minutes interview by President Biden. He uh, declared that the pandemic is over. Now, Democrats in a lot of states used the COVID-19 pandemic to change voting laws. Of course, we know that it has been used to uh, push forward things like student debt uh, forgiveness. So in light of the fact that, according to the president, the pandemic is over, does that basically void uh, those emergency powers that he used to push through a lot of those agenda items? Well, I think it definitely calls them into question. And what you have is a case where the president says one thing and then immediately his handlers start walking his comments back. And that's happened three or four times. And you really have to ask who's running the White House, because it doesn't seem to be the president. It seems that his handlers, uh, his policy advisors behind the scenes, we know Susan Rice is really leading the charge in the West Wing uh, to dictate a lot of this policy, uh, they don't seem to want to let go of the reins of power. And when Joe Biden says something that goes against what they want, uh, they're not ready to let go. So while Joe Biden may insist that the pandemic is over, it's going to take uh, his administration uh, coming on board with that theory to actually undo a lot of these mandates and emergency powers that his administration has assumed over the last several years. Congressman, the government just keeps growing and growing. The last 20 years have seen the most meteoric growth in the history of the United States. When you, if Republicans get control of Congress, I know you've got a commitment with America coming out soon, their caucus is gonna release. How important is it to get under, uh, under control both the spending and the overreach of regulation under control in the next Congress? Yeah, we're excited about the opportunity to present to the American people uh, this agenda for a Republican majority. It's going to be aggressive. It's going to ensure that we hit the ground running when voters elect a Republican majority in the House and the Senate. Now, the Senate's not on board with this. This is a House priority list. But hopefully, with our swift action, we're going to be able to put pressure on the Senate to adopt as much of it as possible, as quickly as possible. You know, they're a little entrenched in their ways over there in the Senate. So even if Republicans take control, we're still going to need uh, the voice of the people spoken through their elected House representatives and uh, through the people expressing their desire to their senators directly about what they want to see in terms of change in Washington, cutting spending, balancing the budget, um, making sure that we uh, have oversight over the excesses of this administration, the unlawful conduct at the border, uh, the fact that we have crime rampant in our cities, uh, the fact that we have inflation and energy uh, dependence now on foreign oil. We were energy independent during the Trump administration. Now we're back to dependence on OPEC and other nations that don't like us. So there are a lot of uh, hearings to be had, a lot of questions to be asked. And we're anxious to get started. So we hope voters uh, definitely get to the polls and, and make their voices heard. Yeah, and it won't be long before we, we know the result of that. I can't believe it was within, what, 50-something days. Um, I wanted to ask you about the military vaccines. Um, I would encourage everyone to head over to Just the News because one of John's reporters, Natalia Middlestadt, was reporting on uh, a blanket nature of religious exemptions that were denied by the military. But... Congressman, this is something that a lot of Americans, even people who aren't in the military, have observed as something that's very concerning. In light of President Biden's comments about uh, the pandemic being over, do you think that these military vaccines for each of the branches of our armed services, do you think we're going to start to see that being uh, lifted? 
Uh, we definitely should. We should never have gone down that road. Uh, you have closely held religious beliefs uh, by so many in our armed services, and for them to be shown the door or given an ultimatum uh, between serving their country and uh, protecting that religious freedom, that that's, uh, should never have happened. And we must repeal these mandates and make sure that our nation is still secure because we have um, not met our recruitment levels for this year for our armed services. We have to make sure that we can uh, recruit and retain the best and, and brightest in our armed services. And with these types of mandates, uh, we're just not doing that. So we have to uh, get rid of those mandates, especially now that the president himself has said the commander in chief has said that the pandemic is over. It's time to take him at his word and get the Pentagon to remove these mandates. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, sir, you've been a champion of free speech and liberty in this country, uh, consistent and always. There is now a growing body of evidence that federal agencies, sometimes working with private entities like social media companies, were directly involved in censoring one point of view in America over and over again. Uh, it, it, as part of the Appropriations Committee, is there anything you can do to get federal agencies out of the censorship business and back to doing the job they were paid for the taxpayers to do? Absolutely. When it comes to oversight over how your tax dollars are being spent with regard to these federal agencies, uh, whether it's the FEC or the FCC, um, any of these agencies that interact with the telecommunications companies, the companies that are uh, operating these social platforms, they have to ensure that these platforms are fair and don't side with one point of view over another. And that's a statute that some uh, want to re-examine to see whether they should be held uh, legally liable for any kind of damages that are caused to individuals or businesses as a result of this uh, discrimination. But that's something that the authorizing committees are going to look at in response. We are going to make sure uh, that the agencies are not engaging in any kind of uh, corrupt or illicit relationship with tech to uh, discriminate or censor any one particular viewpoint. That's something that the Appropriations Committee is, is going to make sure of, that your tax dollars go toward ensuring a fair platform, a fair uh, cyberspace so that everyone's point of view is heard. Yeah, such an important part. And there was a big ruling this week, or last week, I should say, Texas is a, a, a social media regulation law upheld. Court said there's not an official amendment right to censor in America. That's going to be an important backdrop to all this conversation. Congressman, great to have you on the show. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much. Great honor, sir. Thank you. Oh, thanks a lot, Amanda, for joining me on this. What a great interview. I learned a lot. We're going to be right back with more things just like this right after the commercial break. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. 
a field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down, and my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick. House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Hey, folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews. And extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Excited to have this next guest on. He oversees, I think, one of the most important communication apparatus in America, the NRB, the Association of All the Religious Broadcasters and Religious and Christian Communicators in the World. He is Troy Miller, its president and CEO. Troy, great to have you on the show today. John, thanks. Thanks for having me. Appreciate being here. For those who don't know enough about NRB. Everybody knows what NRB is, but in general, just describe for a second, if you could, the great mission that NRB fulfills. Sure. NRB has been around about 78 years, and our and our core mission is to advocate for Christian communicators, Christian broadcasters, folks who are in the Christian communication, Christian media industry. Um, we work on Capitol Hill and a number of other places to keep the avenues open so Christians can be in the marketplace of ideas. They could be in the culture talking about what they do, uh, all the way from Christian broadcasters to pastors to folks who write books. Um, we do that. And then another big thing we do is we provide networking opportunities for Christians to get together, work on like-minded projects. Uh, it's the old in the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. And so we bring folks together. Uh, we have an annual conference every year. Next year will be in uh, Orlando in May. And uh, it's the largest conference of Christian communicators. So uh, it's just great to work together. 
it is an amazing force. I, I've been a journalist 35 years, and the NRB has done so much good in the country. And really, when you think of the Christian communicating infrastructure, it is larger, more sophisticated, and more influential today than at any point it has embraced all the different mediums and delivers, in fact, really is a, at the center point of a lot of the revival of American radio, right? Oh, yeah, correct. I, th- I think you're right. Really, Christian radio reaches uh, some 70 million uh, uh, listeners across the country daily, uh, people that, that, that dial in for Christian music, for Christian uh, teaching, uh, they get in. The other thing that people don't know about Christian radio and radio in general, but Christian radio in particular, uh, Christian radio is a vital part of local communities. Christian radio, the first folks that are uh, helping food banks are the first folks that are in there when disasters uh, strike in, in communities. Uh, they bring in faith-based folks to help when tragedies hit. Uh, for um, uh, counseling uh, and just a number of things that Christian Radio does beyond just the broadcast. Uh, um, and, and I think that's really important. That's kind of a backbone of where we are today. Faith has always been a backbone of charity, and, and Christian charity has always been on the front lines. Yeah, no, it really has. And it shows the power of just what private faith can do. It can do as much and sometimes more than government can ever do because of the extraordinary people in the Christian movement. Troy, a couple of weeks now, it's been almost three weeks, hard to believe, the famous Red Wall speech, President Biden's speech. A lot of people took that as an attack on MAGA Nation or Donald Trump's supporters. But really, when you go into the words, the sentence, the phraseology, it really was an attack on Christian and Judeo values. How concerning was that speech to you, to NRB, to the members of NRB? You know, very concerning. You look at a, a president that ran on a platform that he was going to bring unity to the nation. He was going to bring people together. Um, and then he gets up and he makes one of probably one of the most divisive speeches that's ever been made by a president. And he directly calls out, in, in our opinion, my opinion, people of faith. When he talked about the country going backwards, the, the areas that he talked about going backwards in uh, were really areas that were foundations of the Christian faith. He talked about going backwards in the family. He was talking about the whole uh, LGBTQ side. He talked about the pro-life movement, the reason Dobbs case, you know, he called that going backwards. He talked about uh, going backwards in gender identity. And, he, and that was really targeted at Christians because those are those are values that Christians bring to the conservative movement. They're not economic conservative. They're not social conservative. Those are moral values that the J.O. to Christian beliefs bring. And so the president's calling out this huge part of America. You know, you know, research tells us that, that some 60% of Americans uh, still believe in God and believe that faith is important in this country. Uh, 78% of, of, of people say faith is still part of the foundation of this country. And so whether he was calling out as, as you know, Trump voters, MAGA voters or not, he was calling out a large group of this country and saying, you're taking the country backwards and you're the most dangerous thing to democracy. Yeah, there's a great line in there. And when I say great, I mean great in the sense that it summarizes the true attack, the broadside he put on faith in their world, meaning Judeo-Christian's world. There's no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. So if you're pro-marriage, a pro-life, you are a threat to the American experience, according to our current president. How have Christians responded to this attack, to this speech in the two and a half weeks since then? 
you know, I, I think the Christian response for the most part has been shock and surprise. I think the speech woke a lot of people up. I think it brought the issue to the forefront. I think a lot of folks thought that there was a, a lot of hyperbole, a lot of over the top in this, but the president called them out directly. It came from the top, from the president. And so I think a lot of Christians have said, hey, it's time for us not to be silent anymore. It's time for us to get involved, uh, to be active, and to, to do our civic duty. Um, it's so that we can continue to do what we call our Christian duty. We talked about it before. Christians just want to do their Christian duty in society. They want to be the charitable arm of society. They want to actually help people in, <coughs> excuse me, and yet we have a president that's saying, you're taking the country backwards, and that I think that really put a lot of people on notice. Yeah, it sure did. There's no doubt about it. And you can see it in the polling, too. The reaction by a vast majority of Americans was, this is not what we want our president to be saying and standing for. NRB has always been an organization that supported full engagement in our constitutional republic in elections. But I've been watching over the last year, you guys have put a big emphasis that it's not enough just to go and vote anymore on election day, getting to city council meetings, to school board meetings, to the local pregnancy centers, to their churches. That is also a clarion call of faith. And it's so much more important now as the left has captured a lot of these institutions. Do you think Christians and Christian communicators have responded and they're getting down to that level of civic engagement? Absolutely. If you just look at some of the organizations that are, uh, you know, active across the country today, Christian organizations, there's been a big homeschool movement, school choice movement. Um, the backbone of that is is by the, you know, a lot of the homeschool movement that's been around for a long time. Um, it's enabled a lot of Christians to get involved in my own community in Tennessee. They've totally flipped the school board. Uh, on local elections uh, with folks that want to get involved. And we're seeing that all across the country. It's a sort of, we're not going to take it anymore. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we want these institutions to work for us and not against us. And so Christians have been getting involved in, in as you said, school boards. They've been getting involved in county commissions, in, in uh, city councils. Uh, so it's a real bottoms-up, grassroots uh, movement that I think you're going to see keep sweeping across the country. Yeah, and what's really interesting about it is a growing alliance between traditional Christian conservatives, evangelicals, and Latinos, Hispanics in America. And also, I can tell that the left is panicked by that because the Soros family, one of his institutions, is out buying 18 of the um, more famous Spanish-language radio stations in America. There is a battle for the heart and soul of Hispanic America right now. Tell us about the transformation that's going on and how NRB is at the middle of it. Yeah, you know, there. I think there's a, a real transformation or maybe just a, a real kind of uh, awareness in the Spanish community. The Spanish community has always been a deep community of faith. It's been a deep community of family. Um, in some senses, they hold family together better than some of the other Western, you know, ethnicities in in, in there. And and so they're looking at, at the attacks here, and they see that not just as a, an a attack on uh, white conservatives. They see that as an attack on their family family values. So NRB in itself, in the last two years at our NRB convention, we've had a, a very large Spanish um, uh, group that's pulled up. So we have a Spanish group. We'll have one next year. That it's going to meet early, and they're going to have a whole set of sessions um, that look at what it means for the Spanish community to be not only involved in faith, 
but to be involved on the civic side of what goes on in America. So we're, we're just seeing that continue to grow. Yeah, such an important uh, tectonic shifting of the political plates beneath our our country right now. Before we wrap up, Trey, what are the most important issues right now for the NRB and its extraordinary group of communicators? What are the legislative policy and political issues that are on the top of the priority list for NRB? Well, a number of things we're watching very closely what's going to go on with the uh, social media companies that continue to, you know, cancel and um, um, throttle back the, the Christian voice. We, we saw the uh, number of congressmen asked Google to change their algorithms so that crisis pregnancy centers wouldn't come to the top. So that kind of uh, cooperation amongst the government and uh, amongst these private groups to really take away the fundamental rights of free speech and free exercise, that's a big issue that we're really watching. I think that's one of the top issues our folks are concerned with today and uh, where these government government institutions are going to go to continue to try to silence uh, what we call the Christian worldview. Yeah, so important that we stay on top of those issues because any inattention, all of a sudden progress is made and people say, hey, how did that happen? When did that happen? Huh? A moment of the eye off the ball is all it takes these days. Troy, for people who want to get involved or follow NRB, you've got an incredible television network, NRB TV. Tell folks how they can stay connected to all the different ways that NRB provides public service. Yeah, a couple of things. You can go to nrb.org. We have a number of newsletters that we put out. We have a lot of information there uh, that's on nrb.org. We have a number of our folks. We have an NRB convention. If you want to get involved in that, nrbconvention.org. To get involved in that, you can sign up for the newsletters there. And we also have a list of a lot of our broadcasters and members, NRB TV being one, uh, Salem Bot Radio, just a number of folks out there uh, that you can get connected to. So it's all at nrb.org. Yeah, such a remarkable organization and uh, always fun to see it in action. And I know they're excited to have you at the helm of the agency now. Really, really great. Troy, it's been an honor. We're going to get you on more often because these issues are so important. You are a mover and shaker in one of the most important communication apparatus of the world. So great honor to have you on today. Thanks, John. Thanks for all you do and keep up all the good work getting the truth out here to the folks in this uh, country. We're going to try real hard. So (laughs) thanks, Troy. Great time with you today. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. Thanks for joining us today. A special thank you to Congressman Ben Klein, who happens to be the congressman in the district where I have my cabin up in the Shenandoah Mountains. So I've gotten to know him. Really, I thought some very thoughtful comments, some solution-based 
ideas of how to use the power of the purse to begin reigning in the out-of-control central government that so many people see in America. And then Troy Miller joining us from the NRB, the Religious Broadcasters Association, really two very thoughtful guests with a lot of solutions, a lot of ideas, two people on the front lines of the great struggle for the American soul that's at, at stake here in the next couple of elections. We're going to wrap up for the day here. Before we do that, though, I want to mention one of our great partners. You hear Philip Patrick on our show all the time. I think he's given us some of the best analysis of the economic markets for more than the last 18 months. Well, he works for Birch Gold Group. That's one of our strategic partners, one of our sponsors, advertisers, and content partners. And they are helping you every day. They have a product solution, a diversification strategy, so that your savings, your retirement, your 401ks don't get sucked down the drain by this spiraling market that we see. The interest rates going up again today only made the markets more and more nervous. Birch Gold Group helps you grab some gold and silver and put it into your tax-sheltered retirement account. I bet you didn't know you could do that. You can actually invest precious metals and have an IRA that does that. So if you have a 401k or IRA that's underperforming, just text Just News to 989898. Just News to 989898. And you can convert that into an IRA in precious metals right now. Why not own something that's never been valued at zero? Gold. How historically your best hedge against inflation, which is rising like a hockey stick as we speak. That is a reason to be concerned. Now, just text the word Just News to 989898. And Birch Gold. My good friends there will send you a free info kit so you can learn about how you diversify into gold tax-free, hedge against inflation, protect your hard-earned money, weather these very difficult markets and this stagflation moment in our economy. All you got to do to get started, text the word just news to 989898. So 989898, do that. You will be on your way to a more educated investor and onto a strategy of diversification that can protect you your retirement accounts, gold and silver, a good hedge in these times. You've heard that from Philip so many times before. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So glad you can join us. We'll be back tomorrow with another show. Until then, may God bless you. May God bless the great United States of America, as he always has. Have a great night. Be sure to check out justthenews.com. We've got some breaking news here 24-7. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now.